Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and degenerates degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 191 of the talking the line podcast on this beautiful tuesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for for the first time here today december the 28th in the year 2000 and 21. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights and analysis, dive into a few rabbit holes along the way as per usual. Now, before we dive into today's loaded show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the ttl crew or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms make sure you hit that like button that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you are listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so got a couple extra seconds while you're watching the show make sure you hit that like button too. leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe uh hit that share button send it on over to your brothers sisters aunts uncles friends enemies neighbors people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the ttl pod and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do those things because it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the talk in the line link tree within that link tree you will find the talk in the line.com website all of the ttl crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 191 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets. I am your humbled, honored, 
hyped, and always handicapping host Colton Cap and Colt Soroka. And I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by once again, hang out with me and my partner, and uh, have a little bit of fun here today. You know, uh, when you enter into an episode of the TTL Pod, nothing but good vibes inbound, nothing but positivity inbound. If you came here for negativity, uh, toxicity, or any of them there bad vibes, uh, you didn't come to the right show. We aim to give you just a brief mental vacation for maybe about the next hour and a half for two hours. Who knows? We don't know what happens here. We just say take the over because sometimes we get a little windy. Without further ado, it is my duty to bring in the man you know as the TTL's myth and the degenerate gambling legend. And also around this time of the year, we cannot ever forget the TTL's resident crazed cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley. R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner! Hell of a Collinsworth slide. How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I could not be any better on this side. You said it absolutely gorgeous Tuesday uh, Tuesday morning. I almost said Tuesday afternoon, getting ahead of myself because we've got a loaded day of action. We've been up a uh, while. Early bird gets the worm. Yeah, yeah you good. know, almost our, kind of our afternoon. But you know what I'm trying to say here oh. about... 11 a.m. Central Standard Time action, probably uh, going past that. 12 hours, 13, 14 hours worth of action across the entire slate today. Dude, I cannot absolutely wait. Uh, and we're touching on, you know, a decent chunk of all of it. So, uh, you know, we'll probably fill in the holes here at the end of the show with anything we didn't touch on. But, hey, I am ready to get rocking and rolling, dude. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm feeling pretty damn good over here. You best believe I'm ready to get rocking and rolling, my friend. Um, got a one hell of a show ready to rock and roll. Uh, before we get into today's show, before we get into all of the action, going to be a loaded day for sure. Uh, we got to be a full transparency show, mm -hmm. as we always are. Sometimes we win some, sometimes we lose some, and for that, when we lose, we are deeply, deeply sorry. But on days like today, we do not have to apologize whatsoever because behind us, now live in primetime, the TTL crews, best bets, and the Moneyline Dice, best bets of the day from December the 27th, 2021. Partner, we're going to start with you, my friend. Okay. Spurs plus what? seven, sneaking in the back door Ooh. at the last second, about 72 tip-ins, tip-outs, yeah. rebounds, offensive rebounds, throw it <laughs> off the glass, grab it again, throw it off a shoe, bounce it back in. Yep. What the hell happened? How hard were you sweating? And how excited are you that you got the Spurs plus seven to the pay window? Hey, man, folks, if you have not seen the cover of that game last night, go and watch it. Uh, Spurs were down eight. Cover or get the tip-in basket. You mentioned it, partner. You described it perfectly. Uh, I'm laughing all the way to the bank, but not the uh, ha-ha, told-you-so fuckers laugh laughing to the bank. More so the taking the money, stealing Ew. it, taking it to run, not looking back. And, uh, yeah, you know, that line was uh, close and sweaty. Uh, but, uh, like I said, didn't like it anywhere lower than six. So, hopefully, uh, I guess I didn't uh, pay attention to the line movement after I took it. Uh, so, I don't know if it dropped under six. But, hey, I'm, uh, I'm smiling on this show this morning, partner. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't think it dropped under six and a half, but uh, I did back you on it. Absolutely electric finish. It's on your Twitter, at RMAXTTL Sports. You see it there. He uh, quote tweeted it this morning. Absolutely electric. Uh, my sincere apologies for the um, Nevada plus seven play that I gave out uh, live on the show. Not here. I'll take full responsibility for it. I'm not going to hide from it. I'm not going to run from it. Is what it is. I liked it. The line movement was fishy, and sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Is what it is. But hey. 
500 night on the uh, college basketball floor. Brown looked terrific in the first half against Syracuse. And then, dude, I I don't know what happened in the second half. The lid just went on the basket, and that was about a wrap. Uh, Did not happen for Syracuse, thank goodness, because they continue to shoot the lights out and push that total over with ease. So cash that bad boy. Moneyline Dice get back on track. Crew stays hot. We're 2-1. The dice, hey, they go one and zero. Oh. They're uh, bulls minus six. Dropped all the way down to what, partner? Minus two and a half, minus three and two a half, and half somewhere around three. there. I mean, that that was some goofy stuff, man. I don't like how they yeah. did that. Trey Young, like an hour before game time, it's like, oh, Trey Young passed protocols. He's back in tonight, and I was like, oh, <laughs> sh- that's that's it. It kind of explained why the line was doing what it was doing because uh, yeah, yeah. had he not come in, it didn't really make sense why it was where it was. But they took care of business anyways. So uh, credit to our bulls. Shout out our hometown bulls. See red, baby. See red. And then uh, our apologies, folks. Uh, I did put a little sprinkle on it without Kamara on there just uh, in case. Just a tiny one. Uh, not as big as I did on the Monday Madness Parlay. I don't know how the Saints didn't get in the end zone. If anybody was getting in the end zone, it was him. Um, yeah. Dude, there was a point in time, and I mentioned this to you off the show. There was a point in time where they hit him for like three straight plays for about mm-hmm. eight to 12-yard gains. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey. Now it's it's go time. Here we go. This is his drive that he's getting in the end zone. This is this is perfect. This is what we what we wanted the whole damn game. And it was like the third quarter. And after those three plays, they just stopped going to Kamara. So I don't know what happened, dude. Absolutely love it. Uh, every other one. Hey, NBA. We're starting to look good in NBA. The minds are coming together. Uh, perfect time of the year to start getting hot. Yeah, so cash those bad boys. Uh, nothing. You got. Any no no NBA today. Neither one of us got NBA today, so I'm probably still gonna wait a little bit for an official show pick till yeah. after the new year, and then uh, partner's still uh, rocking and rolling. Fuck if he's gonna be Nothing sneaking I like in the back today, door. Though, yeah. You're gonna be sneaking in the back door like that. <laughs> hey, you're welcome to keep dishing them out anytime you like, my friend. Yeah. So taking the money and run, taking a beat off. Uh, we didn't uh, give it out as an official pick, but we talked about it in the leans as far as uh, sprinkling both defenses to score a touchdown last night, Ooh, partner. Bang. Got that did. Miami defense. Wish we did a little. Uh, never like to say I wish I did, but uh, wish I did a little first touchdown score sprinkle. Oh yeah, and that uh, that hey. would have been absolutely electric. You never but like hey. to look back. We uh, we plus six hundred though. We bank <laughs> we bankrupted the books enough. So hope you stuck around for the second half of the show where we talk about leans. We go back and forth. We also said hey. That old ringer uh, boost there, the Dolphins plus three and a half under 44 and a half seems really damn valuable at plus 100. I put actually two whole units on that motherfucker. I was like, there's there's, there's no way this one doesn't get there. And uh, show enough, it got there pretty doggone easily. So uh, love that one. Uh, outside of that, I don't think there was any other tickets we talked about there. So hopefully you guys got in on that action. We, uh, I ended up at least having a uh, three, four unit, almost four unit uh, positive okay. day with those last few cash. And so that was absolutely huge. Huge yeah. for your boy. Hell yeah. Um, but I think we're getting back on the right track. Nothing but uh, college football coming from me today. I got four college football. I like the, uh, or I don't like rather, the college basketball slate. Uh, actually, two college basketball picks that uh, I liked, brought to you, you liked. We decided to put them on the two for Tuesday parlay. Yes, uh, you have one college basketball pick and then two college football picks, right? Yes, sir. All right, so six in, uh, no, seven in total coming from us. Four plus three is seven. There you go. Colton well, we're kind of lining up on, partially lining up on Okay, the two so maybe six and then, uh, yeah, yeah, potentially, yeah, partially lining partially. up. Money lines versus spread either way. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. So there you go. There you have it with uh, that side. We'll recap all of that. 
Then uh, Moneyline Dice, live on set here in primetime, will uh, make their daily appearance, their daily role. Uh, got an NBA matchup in the sights here today. Los Angeles Lakers against the Houston Rockets. Got to stick around for the segment to find out who's the favorite, who's the dog, where the game's at, what's the total, and what the Moneyline Dice are selecting here today. After we do all of that, second half of the show, uh, our mag sidebar, not sure what he's got cooked up today, but he's got a look in his eye that I just feel something, something fucking interesting is coming this direction. Uh, so I'm excited to see what happens there. As always, that'll start off a little bit of crew banter. Uh, we'll give out a few daily leans if we got anything we haven't talked about. Uh, put a cherry on top of the college football bowl cake for the day. And uh, always important TTL announcements. We'll dish those out for you. And then a uh, little bit of motivation minutes. Um, got kind of the thought process from the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Um, okay. Absolute legend, uh, not yeah. only in the rap space, but um, in the mentality game, too. He's 100%. got a lot a lot of good shit he said. And uh, obviously, the kind of the thought process from him, but obviously all of the uh, thoughts and perspective from me, original work, motivation minutes. If you need a little extra inspiration, motivation gets you through this here Tuesday. Stick around for the final segment of the show. Outside of that. That is uh, episode 191 of the TTL pod. I guess we don't really need to do anything else. They know what it is. We can get out of here, partner. Um, outside of that, any late-breaking news, anything uh, anything we need to uh, be aware of here uh, before we dive into it, my guy? I don't think so. I'm just checking to see if we got any breaking news, but I do not see anything coming across. We didn't talk no. about it yesterday, I guess, no. but uh, might be some weird stuff going on with Jimmy G as they're making that late playoff push as far oh. as chipped yeah. bone torn ligament in his right thumb or something along yeah, those lines so i don't yeah, know dude. yeah yeah I don't I, know. hey we'll see well i don't hate trey lance uh trying to make a playoff puts we will see what happens oh. we got a lot to talk about for uh nfl come uh tomorrow but we'll talk about what's going on on tomorrow's show everything all encompassing all in general once we get to the second half of the show um if we let me throw this bad boy in the ticker if we don't cover anything you know the drill drop it in the comments we'll be more than happy to uh answer anything about any bets uh handicap anything you like or hey if you just want to know our mag's favorite color drop it in there too we'll talk about that as well but right here right now my friends i ask you to get your cups in hand for the daily cheers and to me to you over there partner and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, take your sip because uh, we are a little stitious, not superstitious, just a little stitious yeah. as per usual, and I'll be right back. Go right ahead. I told oh, you I've got uh, some new coffee Woo! action this weekend for some Christmas stuff, so I am, I am coming in hot today. No pun intended. Here we go. Uh, bright eyes, big smiles, bright eyes, big smiles. Uh, time for an electric show right now. It's time to... Cut the nonsense, quit the drama, and stop the banter and gossip you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. It's time to kick off the first half of the show where you come for the Stone Cold Locks picks, insights, analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. Let's not forget, maybe a rabbit hole or two dove into along the way. Without further ado, first segment of the day of the first half of the show, you know the drill. It is time for... Our mags best bets of the day. Already told you he's got three coming at you. We're lining up on two somewhat, somehow of a way. Without further ado, partner, let it rip. Let him have it. And as always, you have the floor. 
All right, dude. I appreciate you. I'm going to start it off in college basketball. We got one of our football games starting at 11, but we got a little time. So I can start it mm-hmm. off here, mm-hmm. I do believe, with uh, my one college basketball play. I'll steam through that, and we'll dive into the college football slate. Uh, so I've got first one coming up, ACC matchup, Pitt Panthers hosting the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I am going to the Pitt <laughs> Panthers plus – what's that? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I, it's just this is the seven o'clock game on tap, and we got a game at eleven o'clock. So I, I mean, it's I can start there. I was just trying hey, to lead yeah. us in, and then get you know. Yeah, oh, I guess it didn't segue into mine. Yeah. I guess because we're in the same. Yeah, we're in the same boat. Kind of so, yeah, thinking. keep keep doing what you're doing. I okay. like what you're doing. Keep doing what okay. you're doing. Okay. I'm sorry, Pit Panthers. I'm just no, fucking no. ignore uh, me. I'm just laughing over here. Fucking seven <laughs> o'clock at night. Let's kick it off. All right, here we go. Showtime. Damn it. <laughs> Pitt Panthers, plus three and a half is my play at home hosting the Irish. Partner, I've got a few trends. One that I dug up here myself. So Pitt this Panthers one, yep, go ahead. plus four, Pitt Panthers money line. Plus, I got plus three and a half. It is actually up to plus four. I am totally fine with that line movement. A lot of money being dumped on the Irish today on the road. Mm-hmm. What I do love in this one, partner, I've mentioned this one before, a trend that I've dug up, and it has worked out when I have found this uh, kind of specific spot. Uh, both these teams, very slow tempo, okay? Uh, Pitt is a little bit slower tempo, 334 in tempo out of 358. And mm-hmm. Notre Dame, so far this year, partner, 0-4 ATS versus teams outside of the top 300 in tempo. So anyone that is ranked 300 or higher, they are 0-4 ATS against uh, pretty bad. I believe it's 1-2 ATS against teams outside of the top 200. So anyone that has that slow pace, they're not good against. They're good against controlling the pace and keeping it a slow pace against those really fast-paced teams. Uh, but teams like Pitt, they have not fared well against. They're also... 0-2 straight up on the road this season in true road games. Uh, that is against Illinois, so a tough, uh, tough environment, tough loss there. But they also lost to a mediocre uh, Boston College team that's maybe a little bit better than Pitt, but they lost by 16 at Boston College, a team that Notre Dame should not have any troubles with. They just struggle a little bit here on the road this season and last season, partner. I'm going to start with Pitt here, and then I'll lead back into some Notre Dame trends because uh, that's what I got as far as the rest of this analysis. A lot of trends, and that tempo stuff is really what I'm leaning on here today. Uh, Pitt, 4-1 and one last five as an underdog. So when they're in these underdog spots, they've been undervalued as opposed to when they're in the favorite spot against a lot of these mid-major teams. Mm-hmm. They tend to be overvalued, and they have failed to cover this year. So 4-1 and one last five as a dog. 4-1 and one last five versus team with winning straight-up record. I think those ones go hand-in-hand. Hand. I think that is the same. Uh, you know, same five teams in that category there. 11 and 5 partner last 16. 11 and 5 ATS last 16 Tuesday games are the Pit cool. Panthers. Um, hey, partner, to use your favorite term, Notre Dame Miracles, can't cover Miracles, a damn Miracles, queen size bed, twin size bed, if you oh. call them a king size blanket. They Let's are go. 4 and 14 ATS. Last 18 games. All last 18 games this year, last season. 4 and 14 ATS. 2 and 8. Uh, two and eight last 10 as a favorite. Uh, another spot when they're playing a team like Pitt that they should beat in the public's eyes, they are overvalued and they do not cover these games. One in six last seven on the road. Mm. I mentioned this season, it goes back to last season as well. And to finish it off, 0 oh and eight last eight following a straight up win. That win against Kentucky last year and this year had people really, really deceived by this Notre Dame team. And I mentioned it to you a few weeks ago and everyone that watched Cup of Joe on campus that one day where Notre Dame beat Kentucky at home, they just have a weird advantage over Kentucky. And last season, again, and this season, they just throw off the whole public perception of this team, and they are not as good as you think they are, especially not on the road. I will probably be backing them at home in certain spots this year, but on the road here as a short favorite, I'm taking the Pitt Panthers plus three and a half, partner. 
You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> you ain't, ah, man. I was looking at it. You know pre-show that I was, uh, I didn't know where to go. I'm in the boat, and I'm going to help you gently row this baby down the payout stream, if you will. All right, so uh, I'm in. I hope you guys are in. I uh, I think the Pitt Panthers are, are in a decent spot. I know I kind of voiced my concerns with you pre-show against that Jacksonville team, that mm-hmm. St. John's team. At home as a puppy dog, getting these four. I I think this is some of that classic Fugazi line movement we've talked about time and time again on this show. I'm in, partner. It's already locked in. I put a full unit on it. Let's rock and roll. Pit Panthers plus four, your first best bet of the day. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. We're lining up on uh, both of these next ones. I got kind of a uh, storyline, if you will, for the first one. Um, so however you want to start for, uh, the ticket master or the ticket smarter, I'm sorry, the ticket smarter Birmingham bowl featuring oh. <laughs> the Houston Cougars and the Auburn Tigers. What is that uh, really what it's called? Yeah. The ticket smarter Birmingham wow. bowl. Yes. Yes. Sir. I thought or, you were just spewing or nonsense for, at me or uh, as, second. as per usual for all of you Midwesterners. The Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> so, Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Uh, Houston Cougars versus the Auburn Tigers. Partner, would you be so kind as to indulge our fans out there? Uh, what do you, what, 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 what? Seen some interesting line movements since the last okay. time you and I spoke oh, over the last oh, 30 minutes oh, or so, partner, oh, on this okay, one. Oh, okie dokie, Artichokey. Well, would you be so kind as to indulge our fans out there? What side we are lining up on here for this matchup that kicks off? The College Bowl slate today at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, but 39 short minutes from now. So we are taking. I am going to the money line on this one, partner. They have flipped to the favorites on our side. We are taking money. I am taking money line. Houston Cougars. It was they were plus two and uh, plus two for quite a while. Now they are flipped to minus one and a half. Go ahead if you had something. So that's where I caught them at. Houston Cougars plus two. But I would recommend siding with my partner now that it has been a complete flip. I do like the money line. Um, yeah, partner, let them have it, and uh, I'll fill in the blanks anywhere you Please. you ain't got, got anything. You yeah, want me I hope I don't take. Ahead, I hope no, I don't take your storyline here. Ooh, I'm looking ooh, at the QB ooh, matchup in this one, partner. Clayton Toon coming back had a fantastic season. Led this Cougars team to the 24th um, most passing yards per game in the entire country. Um, that was Houston. That is an Auburn 92nd in pass yards allowed per game mm. this season. 96th mm. in completion completion percentage allowed. Mm. Clayton Toon really really solid. Uh, coming back to Houston could be not this upcoming year, but in the following year could be a potential. Uh, uh, high prospect in the NFL draft. Almost said NBA draft. Um, but uh, Auburn's strength so far are what they had been this season. Uh, obviously not so far. This is the last game of their season. Uh, their defensive strength has been their running defense. Uh, but that's not what Houston's going to look to do today. They're going to be looking to pass with Clayton Toon just about all game long, if I do say so myself. And Houston's defense is really solid across the board. There is no Bo Nix in this game, partner, as you know. We're going to see TJ Finley 0-2 straight up as the starter for Auburn this year. Losses to kept... I wouldn't even put it on his shoulders, but uh, Auburn obviously played a good game against Bama, kept kept them close. I'm not really putting that on his shoulders uh, because they also lost to South Carolina, lost that game to Bama. 0-2 straight up, 56 completion percentage, uh, whether it was those games or he obviously appeared in a handful of games uh, as far as blowouts, whatnot, 56% completion. And Houston's defense, 15th defensively in completion percentage against 15th. So I think this Houston defense is going to have a lot of success today today i think clayton toon's gonna have a lot of success today and they're gonna get this one down out done outright partner take it away that's all i got 
All right, first place I'll start, Clayton Toon. I think he's going to have a big game as well. Did you know Auburn is 0-4 against the number their last four games after they allowed 280-plus passing yards in their previous game? So they continue to go down on the streak and allow more and more and more and more passing yards against an even bigger game. And I said, expect a big game from Clayton Toon, all in uh, caps with a bunch of exclamations. So uh, glad you mentioned that. Now, also, defense is where we are lining up as well. Six in yards per game allowed, 18th versus the pass, 12th versus the rush, 28th in points per game allowed, and 26th in turnovers for that Cougars defense. They are going to smack the Tigers in the mouth. My friend, Bo Nix, you talked about it, went to Oregon. You think everything's okay in that locker room? Oh, in that locker room? I don't think so <laughs> whatsoever, my friend. And you know, typically Auburn is in a pretty big bowl game. Uh, you know, they got to travel somewhere. They got to go. It's kind of a big fanfare for them. They're not even leaving their home state for this bowl. You think any of them are going to be up for this bowl? I am not buying it whatsoever. Now, partner, one area I wouldn't say we're not lining up on. I just think we're going to okay. see a little bit more of it than we do see of uh, the passing attack. I think we'll still see plenty of the passing attack from Clayton yeah, yeah. Toon. But... I do think that Houston's going to be able to lean on their rushing attack too and be able to kind of ground and pound this one out and control time of possession. I know you're a weather guy. You know I'm a weather guy. 74 degrees, but 72% chance of precipitation uh -huh. here at game time with about 12 to 14 mile an hour winds. So a little something, something to think about during that time. I do like Houston's 24th in the nation rushing attack going up against, you mentioned it, Auburn's 96th in the nation against the rushing defense or against the rush defense. Um, that is 270 yards per game up against 242.7 yards a game. So pretty damn similar. Um, pretty much lining up with you on everything else, man. Cougars have been sick left, right, and center. They, uh, they've covered a lot of double digit spreads or even the failed covers they've had have been huge double-digit spreads, and they've been very uh, valuable in this spot. But I digress. You know where my partner's at. You know where I'm at. Uh, had a bunch of trends here. Uh, I think these trends loomed really large, and uh, that's why we saw a boatload of money come in on Houston and the number completely flip. I'll tell you about a couple of them. Uh, Houston 4-1 ATS, last five following an ATS loss. 4-1 ATS, last five as a neutral uh, site dog. So that was that was really huge for me. Auburn two and five ATS last seven following an ATS win. One and four ATS last five bowl games. So I think Auburn struggles here today, man. More than people are expecting. It is not about the Tigers here today. It's all about the Cougs. So me and Mags, and I hope you are too. <laughs> Taking the Houston Cougars. I got them at plus two, but uh, now side with my partner if uh, I do say so myself and take them on the money line, partner. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving with uh, the second play we're lining up, your third and final play of the day. Coming out of the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl between the matchup between the Air Force Falcons and the Louisville Cardinals, or for you Midwesterners, the Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> Please let them know what side we are lining up on. I get you with right, that every partner. fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of personally attacked because that's basically me, but... Um, I'll keep it pretty simple on this one, partner. You've got two plays coming out of this one. I am going Air Force money line in this one. Real simple for me. I think this is going to be done in the trenches today with this Service Academy team and Air Force. 
Uh, both teams can run the ball, both top 20 offensively in rush yards per game. Uh, so both have a really solid rushing attack. But where I see the difference, Air Force 10th defensively in rush, uh, rush yards per attempt, and Louisville is 90th on defensively. Mm-hmm. So Air Force top 10 defensively in uh, at least yards per attempt, and Louisville is nowhere near that. They're down bottom third of the entire country mm. and that's really where i see the edge here i don't see air force can defend the pass if louisville tries to get out there and and, and throw the rock around air force can defend that well you're not going to see too much of that from air force probably and then i have one trend partner that i think because of the way they play that air force being this team that i'm talking about here four and oh ats last four on field turf and in the majority of games I wouldn't take too much stock in that, but a team that gets things done in the trenches, you're giving me a perfect 4-0 trend this season where they're Damn, taking care of you're, business you're a smart on this fella. type of you field. Know that? You're a smart I'm going to take it every time. Maybe not every time, but in this exact specific spot, I am absolutely taking it. And I guess as far as I didn't look into this, this is a final little cherry in the top that you gave me as far as the uh, first responder bowl. You can take stock in this or not. You got an Air Force team, Service Academy, in the first responder bowl. Hello. I feel like they typically try to get up these service academy teams when they're playing for a bowl like that they typically kind of get up for that so like i said was not a part of my analysis until about 20 seconds ago uh, it is not on top how about that so i'm going air force money line did not see uh the same flip that we saw with houston but uh no worries as far as that it's still almost though yeah it's a pick Uh, 100 so i'll let you take care of the rest partner but i'm going air force money line for my final play of the day yeah, man, absolutely love it. I got it at plus one and a half. Uh, cool with the pick'em. If you want that backing, if you're getting better lines or better odds on the money line, obviously take that side. Whatever, uh, whatever you're getting the best value on. Um, Louisville has been getting truckloads and tr- I'm talking Brinks trucks on Brinks trucks dumped on them. Spread money line left, right, and center, and this number has continuously dropped in the favor of Air Force. I didn't really have it uh, as my analysis either, partner, but first responder bowl here. Uh, yeah, looms pretty doggone large when you have a service academy. And uh, actually, service academy will play into my second pick coming out of this matchup, but we'll stick a pin in that. We'll just talk about Air Force for a second. You mentioned their defense. Uh, that is going to be the biggest thing here. Uh, they are fifth in the nation in yards per game allowed, 20th against the pass, seventh against the rush, 13th in points per game allowed. They're 29th in opponent red zone scoring percentage and they're also 51st in opponent third down conversion percent so they are elite on defense they played some solid damn teams and they have showed up and showed out defensively time in and time out also much like you the field turf thing loomed pretty large for me and also when it's a team that wins it in the trenches straight from the horse's mouth over there you see it uh that is that's where it's going to be one for me they're first in the nation dude in rushing yards per game 341 and a half uh louisville 77th in the nation on defense versus the rush 151.7 allowed but i am not buying that whatsoever that is going to get absolutely obliterated here today air force is going to run all over them with that triple option look out it's coming in hot um honestly too i saw one thing that uh air force has a pretty significant edge against um louisville in the penalty department so i think they'll play a damn good clean solid game they'll control top with that rushing attack and i think we get to the pay window with this one with ease my friend but you don't believe me you don't believe the big brain genius over there believe the trends 
Air Force, 7-2 ATS last nine overall. They're 4-1 ATS last five following an ATS win. 6-2 ATS last eight bowl games. 23-9 ATS last 32 non-conference games. 18-8-1 ATS last 27 as a puppy dog. Would you also know that Louisville... 2-5 and five ATS last 7 neutral site games, 7-15-1 ATS last 23 non-conference games, 11-27-1 ATS last 39 versus a team with a winning record, and last but certainly not least, probably one of my personal favorites because we talk about this all the time when it comes uh, to bigger and smaller conferences playing each other. My friends, Louisville 0-3-1 against the number their last four games played against a Mountain West opponent. Give it to me, give it to him, and I suggest you hammer it in too. Air Force Falcons, uh, if you want to pick them, you want the point and a half either way or on the money line too. I am comfortable. I love it, dude. I uh, did not check out that. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I did not check out that Mountain West stat, (laughs) and you know how I love those non-conference stats, especially the. uh, Yeah, either way, if you give me a trend like that, I uh, I'm in business. I'm talking to you. Twenty-three and nine last thirty-two against the number non-conference for Air Force, and the seven fifteen and one uh, last twenty-three against the number for Louisville. It's just it's just what did it for me. I was like, man, this non-conference is not going to be a thing. It's not like Louisville is going to overpower them. They match up pretty damn similar. So there you go. There you have it. Now, um, partner, you got anything else? Because I got two more plays to lay down here. Anything else uh, from your best bets of the day, my friend? No, sir. Take it away. All right. Well, Mr. Producer, would you so kind to uh, change the ticker? Thank you very much. Appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Without further ado, it's time to wrap up the, well, part of the first half of the show. Second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. I got two coming at you here, my friends. Actually, uh, first one, we're staying in the matchup between the Air Force Falcons. Hey, shout out while I adjust my lid. Shout out Circus Sports, the uh, sports book you see behind us, and uh, the legendary Jeffrey Benson. Appreciate the hell out of you guys uh, for letting us use your sports book uh, to shoot our podcast out of. You guys are the shit. And for the uh, sick-ass lid, this this bad boy is real crispy. Uh, but staying in the Air Force versus Louisville Cardinal game. Going to the total, my friends. And uh, it's currently at 54 and a half. Last time I saw it, uh, not exactly sure where it's at right now. Still but uh, Still there. Still comfortable with it. I'm taking the under. 54 and a half, and I highly suggest you do too. Here's why. I got this one uh, projected out about 24 to 17 maximum. I see this about a 27-24 game. That is all the higher I see this, and that's 51. That gets us well under if it goes to the high end of this. Now, I would not take this under 51 and a half because of kind of where my high end projection is, so that's where I would stop this, but I think it stays right about 54 and a half. Now, uh, already talked about the Russian attack of Air Force controlling time of possession. I think that's really what we're going to see. I don't think we're going to see Louisville score the ball a whole bunch. I don't think it's going to be this high-flying attack we're used to seeing, especially me and you talked about it, partner. This Air Force defense is damn good. They are being completely undervalued in this matchup, and I think that's what we see here today. Not a whole lot else, um, really, that I need to add on to the uh, total here. We talked a lot about it. A lot of the stuff that we both talked about in taking the Air Force side should lean you into this. Uh, I will also key you into the fact that I gave out the uh, Army under as one of my best ones. Another service academy. We're talking about another service academy that we think is going to dominate the game. What do they do? They give out unders, and they get us to the pay window. But you don't believe me. Just believe some trends, my friends. The under is 17-7 and seven in Air Force's last 24 games overall. 4-1 and one in their last five as a dog. 6-2 and two their last eight. Hey, partner, 
on field turf. 12 and 5, their last 17 against the number following a straight. Oh, I'm sorry, under 12 and 5, last 17 following a straight up win. And the under is 38 and 18 in Air Force's last 56 non conference games. You thought I left out Louisville? Not a chance. The Unders 5-1 and one in their last six bowl games, 4-1 and one in their last five neutral games as a favorite, 5-2 and two their last seven December games, and 7-3-1 and one in their last 11 neutral site games. This baby's going way under. Maybe it does, and maybe it goes to 51, and maybe we get a little sweaty towards the end. Ah, that's what we play this game for anyway. Hmm. Stick with me. Stick with my partner. I hope you're with me as I bring you back in the page. Air Force Falcons versus Louisville Cardinals under 54 and a half. I'm joining you on this one, my Let's man. Go! One thing that I like is that Louisville, a lot of their totals have been right around in this range, but mm. you look back through their ACC schedule, a lot of the times when they put up these big points, about half the ACC's got some brutally bad defenses, and they took advantage of that. I look at a game that they played against NC State, probably the best defensive team that they played, lost 28-13, to lose to Kentucky, only put up uh, 21 points. So I kind of see it being similar to that. You look through, and they've got 30-plus point outings against Duke, Virginia, Wake Forest, all these really bad defenses that have high-scoring games, and that's just not what we're going to see today. So I'm jumping in on this one with you, dude. Speaking of, could you, while I uh, dish out my fourth and final best bet, could you potentially maybe head on over to team rankings and see what the, uh, speaking of, ACC teams have uh, been against the number so far in, uh, let's go, bowling season? So ACC against the number in these bowl games? Yeah, just in bowl games so far. Could you look that up? Appreciate you, you. dude. Appreciate you because I think that'd be uh, of value because we are fading Louisville and uh, you actually just mentioned the NC State Wolfpack. We're fading them too, so that's why I want to know. We're going to the matchup between the UCLA Bruins and the NC State Wolfpack. We're taking the Bruins plus two in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Have not played yet. All right. I thought you were uh, raining threes over there. I got you. Oh, no. Uh, Resident NBA man, you know, uh, you kind of get me confused sometimes. Either way. Sorry. My friends, in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, the UCLA Bruins plus two is the most valuable side. Um, It has turned into the sharp side after the Wolfpack getting money. Truckloads, Brinks trucks. I've already said it on this show about another team, Louisville. How about that? Another ACC team getting truckloads of money dumped on them, and this money has not moved in their favor. Uh, Got truckloads of money dumped on them for the last week, and now all of a sudden it is completely flipped to UCLA being the sharp side. Last time I looked, getting about 30% of bets with 60 Sixty-three percent of actual money wagered on the spread. Everybody, their brothers, their sisters, their aunts, their uncles, their degenerate third cousin, twice removed, is on the NC State Wolfpack. And I, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it. When everyone zigs, I zag, and I'm going to continue to do it every single damn time. Even though sometimes it doesn't always work out. Today, I do believe it will with the Bruins. Now. Everyone seems to uh, want to talk about the NC State defense as well. As that's going to be the key. They've been so damn dominant. They're so good. Eh. I kind of tend to see this as more of a high-flying back-and-forth game, and I'll tell you why. Both teams are decent, actually, um, against uh, the uh, or in offensive uh, and a lot of offensive categories. And actually, UCLA holds a lot of statistical edges. UCLA. 
25th yards per game, uh, 69th in passing yards, 12th in rushing yards, 16th in points per game, 22nd in red zone conversion, and 23rd in third down conversion. Now, simple comparison. NC State, 58th in yards per game, worse. 19th in passing yards, so a little bit better, but I'll talk about that in a minute. 99th in rushing yards, obviously worse. 32nd in points per game, worse. 26th in red zone conversion, worse. 65th in third down conversion, worse. Obviously, you can see just a simple look into it. UCLA has a severe offensive edge, and I think that's where this uh, game gets won today. Number one, I mentioned uh, the passing. This is going to be Devin Leary against DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, those of you who are not uh, familiar of the uh, UCLA Bruins. And I'm going to take DTR all day. I know Devin Leary's solid. I know he's a good QB, but I think DTR shows up. It's the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, man. This, If anybody's showing up in in the county, it's going to be my man DTR. Now, (laughs) not only do I think he gets it done with his arm, and we're going to see that play pretty large here today. I also think we're going to see him get it done with his feet and also Zach Charbonnet. Um, This UCLA rushing attack, 12th in the nation. It is pretty damn good, man. I look back over the course of the last few games, both of these guys have rushed for right around 100 yards for the last few games in a row. So they, I think they come right in here and both do it. Um, Yeah, quarterback rushing 100 yards a game also with the running back. It's insane. They're going up against Zonovan Knight and Ricky Pearson. Uh, Those are the two for uh, NC State. They've, They've had some success this year but 99th in rushing yards obviously a far cry from that 12th so if anybody's winning the rushing attack I think it's going to be DTR and Charbonnet too so if I'm back in DTR in the passing game and then also him and Charbonnet in the rushing game then somebody's got to score at some point in time so then I think it's going to be UCLA and I don't think it's going to be NC State I really don't think they're going to score as much as everybody thinks I wouldn't be surprised um, if UCLA just dominates all facets of this game. I think way too many people are on NC State. I think they're overvaluing them. I think Chip Kelly is ready to rock and roll. I should have brought uh, his uh, his bowl record to uh, the show, but I didn't end up bringing that. Might have to look into that here a little bit later. I'm sure it's not bad whatsoever. But you don't believe me? How about some of those trends? UCLA five and two ATS last seven overall. Five and two ATS last seven as a dog. 4-1 ATS last five on grass, a game that could potentially be won in the trenches. I love to see that. NC State, 8-18 eight and 18 ATS last 26 following a straight-up win. Can you say overvalued? And 4-9 ATS after allowing less than 170 pass yards in their previous game. I see severe defensive regression here from the NC State Wolfpack. I don't know. Call me crazy now. Feel free to quote me later. The Bruins just feel like the right side. So my fourth and final bet of the day, UCLA Bruins plus two. Cool with it at one and a half as well. Shit, if it flips all the way as like our other plays have, take it on the money line as well. There you go. There you have it. That's a wrap. Paper or plastic. I like it, partner. I am. Uh, I've been torn on this one. I've got kind of a weird soft spot for NC State for whatever reason. So that's kind of See, what's I did too, and that's why I took UCLA. Bit. I I don't disagree. I I was betting with my heart, and I I stepped back and I looked at this game just completely unbiased lens, and I, it's just it's too glaring. That offense is too good. Uh, The the UCLA offense is too good, and and I just I don't see this being a defensive game. I don't see this being a defensive game at all. I was trying to check out uh, Chip Kelly's bowl record is two and two, uh, but it's (laughs) in pretty massive pretty massive settings though. Not like this. Uh, Lost in his first one was a loss in the Rose Bowl. Second one was in the. 
Uh, I believe that's in the BCS national title game. So hey, we just need him. Pretty to cover, tough company. Dude. We just need yeah, him to cover. One his last two. So hey, hey, there you go. There you have it. Uh, now you know all of my best bets of the day. Now we'll recap all of my best bets, all of Mag's best bets here shortly. Uh, we might even talk about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl against Mississippi State and Texas Tech, or maybe even the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, uh, Mag's favorite bowl, uh, because of his White Sox. Maybe we call this the Riley Magnuson Bowl against West Virginia and Minnesota. Two games we were both really interested in, but uh, couldn't find an angle. So we'll talk about them second half of the show. But for now, sticking in the first half of the show, third and final segment of the first half of the show, it's time for the little bit of extra juice. And partner, I am so damn ready to get one of these bad boys to the pay window. We've cashed a couple of two for Tuesdays, the special plays that have been keeping us afloat. So I think it's time we do it again. It's time for this week's two for Tuesday. Parlay, parlay, parlay. Paying out at 264 odds, plus 264 odds, my friends. Uh, partner, two college basketball picks on, uh, or two college basketball legs, rather, on this bad boy. Now, you know I'll have the stats. You know I'll have the ATS stuff. Fill in the blanks wherever you feel so fit. But the first leg, all of you out there, my friends, on the two for Tuesday parlay, we're going to the matchup between the Fresno State Bulldogs and the Boise State Broncos Hey, we'll take in the road dog. Actually, the road bulldogs. Fresno State plus four and a half for the first leg on this bad boy. Uh, see this being a defensive matchup. Uh, and I also think that uh, Fresno State's offense being just a little bit better is what allows them to pull away here in this spot. Um, they are really, really good in this spot. Speaking of, seven and three ATS last 10 games as a dog. Um, not in a letdown spot either. Four and one ATS last five following an ATS win. And they're kind of on a roll too. Six and one ATS last seven overall can't really say the same um, about the Broncos recently for sure they've been a little bit hot but uh, when a team comes in and uh, is not necessarily up to the caliber I guess you could say of uh, what they have been lately which I think Fresno is starting to come around uh, they are the Broncos they are being two and five ATS last seven home games versus a team with a losing road record so kind of shit the bed uh, for lack of a better term there when a losing road team comes on in also two and five ATS uh, last seven home games versus a team with a road winning percent less than 400 so they can be really bad really bad really bad and they uh, still don't take care of business so I love the plus four and a half part or anything else you uh, uh, picked out for the first leg there on the two for Tuesday parlay. Not too much. Uh, I love the four and a half. Uh, not too much to add. Last matchup, Fresno actually won back in March, 67-64. And I, I like Boise State in a lot of different spots. If this was flipped, I would probably take Boise State plus four and a half. I just think it's going to be a really close game. Not enough people are giving respect to Fresno State. You mentioned recent success. Boise State is playing well right now, but it's against some pretty weak competition couple of uh fresno's losses. all three of fresno's losses are pretty respectable i would say last uh last couple though utah loss on the road at utah and san francisco those are really 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 solid teams that i would put ahead of boise state actually mm-hmm. um and they did keep those games close as well so i don't think that even the one and three straight up road record is anything to uh take too much stock in i think they keep this one close and handle the four and a half most F, dude. I'm 100% in with you. I also think, uh, just saw the tempo, too. Uh, Fresno State, 350th in tempo. Boise State, 254. So, Boise State not burning the brakes yeah. off anybody by any means. I think uh, Fresno slows it down, uh, controls the game, scores 
values of possessions, and uh, we yeah. cover this bad boy no problem. So there you go. Yeah, I agree. There you have it. Um, only thing I was going to add, big, big, severe monetary liability on the old Broncos as well. 71% of bets, 88% of money on the Broncos, uh-huh. and they haven't moved this one uh, since I've been looking at it at least. Not a tick. All right, so there you go. There you have it. All right. Next game up on tap. We're going to, or the second leg also up on tap. We're going to the matchup between the St. Mary's Gales and the Yale Bulldogs. And our apologies, Ted, but we're going to the St. Mary's Gales minus 12 and a half. Um, Very rarely do I feel brave enough to lay chalk like this. And I actually presented this one to my partner. So this was kind of my idea. I'll bite the bullet if uh, if this one does miss. But I feel very, 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 very confident that this bad boy's hitting. Because uh, you know me. I like taking the dogs. I never lay chalk like this. So a couple of key things. Um, number one, as far as just overall efficiency, St. Mary's is just so much better. Uh, 92nd in AOE, 11th in ADE. Uh, remember that defensive number? because I think that's where St. Mary's finds their success against Yale, who's 124th in AOE and 196th in ADE. St. Mary's loves to slow it on down. Um, Partner, I feel like this might be a kind of a position, like you mentioned, against uh, your Pitt Panthers, where uh, St. Mary's 313th in tempo, going Mm. against Yale, 111th. I think St. Mary's slows it way down, and they have a lot of trouble getting the ball in the basket here today. St. Mary's, uh, 76th, an effective field goal, 99th, an opponent effective field goal. Yale, 242nd effective field goal, 162nd, an opponent effective field goal. So simple things there. I mean, you could go into 3.2 point percent, turnover percent, uh, rebounds. I mean, St. Mary's second in the nation right now, defense on the defensive glass. Like, it's just it is a it is a far cry from a fair matchup Yale 285th in uh, overall height compared to uh, St. Mary's 74th I did I don't think this is enough points I think this finishes maybe 15 16 17 St. Mary's has taken care of some big numbers already against some similar teams who yeah. Yale was solid at the beginning of the year but right now I think they're starting to fade away and I think this is a good spot to back the uh, Gales what say you partner for the second leg yeah, you nailed just about everything. Uh, what I will add in, and we've been talking about it the last few weeks that has been working out for us. Yale has not been in action in uh, just over two weeks, so I don't, and I don't think that's going to be a nice rest advantage. I think that's going to be a big old rust factor there. Uh, and they stumbled into the break for that matter. Nine yeah. point loss to Monmouth has one and a half point favorites. Lost by 14 to Iona, uh, Rick Pitino's Iona Gales uh, as five and a half point dogs. And St. Mary, uh, not the same case, got a nice perfect amount of rest that I like to see. Six days of rest uh, coming off of a really nice uh, 17 point win. 17 point win over a pretty damn solid Missouri State team who I would put ahead of this Yale team. uh, Most definitely. And if anybody knows Missouri State, it would be mm-hmm. your two MVC boys. That's Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah. Hashtag Roll Birds. Hashtag RB4L. Partner, I digress. No, that's all I got, man. And at home here, you know, some of these home court advantages, and I don't think this is going to be the case too much here, some of these home court advantages outside of this, uh, you might have to take with a grain of salt because, you know, it's right in between Christmas and December. These, uh, at least student sections, don't really show out for these games. You kind of saw it last night in that Syracuse game where it wasn't really yeah. any type of crowd yeah. atmosphere. I think St. Mary's might have a little bit of that because it's kind of uh, one of those really niche fan bases where they kind of get the whole community involved. I don't think I'm talking out of my ass too much here, but um, kind of just feel like I, we haven't mentioned that at all this last couple of weeks, and I feel like that kind of bears mentioning. But I think they handle business at home. They're just a really solid team. That's all about all I have to add. I have no interest in backing this Yale team, honestly, in uh, almost any spot, if I do say so myself. 
100%. Cherry on top of the cake. The Bulldogs are 2-5 and five ATS last seven road games. 0-4 ATS their last four games as an underdog. Combine the two, 10-21 against the number of their last 31 games as a road underdog. You look at St. Mary's, almost the exact opposite. 4-1 their last five home games against the number. 4-1 against the number of their last five games as a favorite. Combine those two. 4-1 against the number of their last five games as a home favorite. I absolutely love the Gales in this spot. I don't think it's enough. I think they win by that 17-18 number. I think they're just being a little bit undervalued here today and uh, it's not like me to say that. So I think this two for Tuesday paying out at over two to one odds on two legs, baby, makes it to the pay window. Okay, there you go, there you have it. Oh, excuse me. Hey, that's all right. Third and final segment of the first half of the show. You know the drill. In case you missed any of them, in case you didn't hear some uh, of the insights, in case you didn't know that uh, our first pick of the day kicks off in nine short minutes, cannot wait to uh, track that bad boy while we're talking some shit on the second half of the show. My friends, it is now time. For you too. Rip out those sports books, pull out that paper and that pen, or hey, maybe a pencil if you're a mistake prone human being, or whatever mode you utilize to take stock of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day. Because as I bring my partner back in the screen, it is time to recap those aforementioned best bets of the day for this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the maybe fourth time today. I have no idea. December the 28th, 2021. Here they come, the TTL Cruise best bets of the day so kindly turn your attention all the way above us top left portion of your screen our mags picks you see the three coming at you live in prime time he's taking the houston cougars on the money line the air force falcons on the money line and the pittsburgh panthers college basketball game against notre dame plus three and a half cool with plus four at home i locked that in with him as well turn your attention right side of the screen my best bets of the day got four coming at you also lining up with mags but i caught him a little bit earlier caught houston cougars plus Plus two, side with him on the money line now Now that it has flipped. The Air Force Falcons plus one and a half. If you like that, if you like the money line two, go right on ahead. Uh, it is now down to a pick em. If you like an additional little bit of action there in the Air Force and the Louisville game, take the under 54 and a half. I love that play as well. And the UCLA Bruins plus two. You see it right above us today's special play, the Crews. One of the crew's favorite special plays we do. The two for Tuesday parlay paying out at plus 264 odds. The two legs on the bad boy. Fresno State Bulldogs plus four and a half and the St. Mary's Gales minus 12 and a half. My friends, you see it there. One, two, three, four, five, six with the special play. Best bets of the day from the TTL crew. And we kindly ask you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed to bankrupt all of the books on the market at whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. Ooh, I love it. How about, uh, how about a little baseball stadium football action today, partner? That's where we're at wow. today. San Diego Pepco Park, San Diego Padres Stadium for UCLA and NC wow. State. Wow. For the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday yeah, Bowl? Yeah, wow. baby. Wow. Love Look the at little, that. Uh, baseball stadium football action. Dude. I typically like it I in, like, you know, I do too. 
Midwest East Coast when we got some snow on top of it and it just gets a you know a totally weird atmosphere. But uh, you know maybe they got some snow coming down in San Diego today. Who's to hey? Say? We'll see what happens. Who knows? I highly doubt it. But hey, who uh, if wishes were for fishes, the world would be an ocean. You know, Max. That's uh, I think that's what they say. Either way, uh, money line dice roll of the day. The remaining hieroglyphics, lyrics, uh, text, words, lettering on the page. You see below that how slash lao i don't know what that means do you know what that means i i haven't a clue oh that's right yes i do it's time for today's money line dice roll of the day as i bring us back in between the the matchup between the los angeles lakers and the houston rockets partner as always could you be so kind as to indulge all of us where's this game being played at Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? What are the lines currently set at? What is this total currently set at? And uh, once you do, we'll get on with the roll. All righty, partner. So this one is in Houston tonight. We've got the Lakers uh, 16 and 18 straight up and the 10 and 24 straight up Houston Rockets. Uh, Lakers on the road favored by five and a half and a lot of money coming in on the Lakers and it has gone up in their direction. Uh, Houston on the second night of a back-to-back. We faded them on our Monday Madness parlay. They got smoked by the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Uh, had been a total dumpster fire for the first chunk of the season. Started to get things going. Now they've got a lot of COVID issues. The wheels have fallen back off, and they are once again a dumpster fire. But I'm uh, not sure what to expect from the Lakers. I kind of have an opinion on this one, but at the same time, this Lakers team has not been very trustworthy. They are, uh, they've got a couple days of rest, though. Have not played since their loss to the Nets on Christmas. Uh, so 5.5 is the spread in favor of the Lakers partner, and 227 is the total. 227, so it's dropping down, you say. Last I looked, it was at 228 and a half. So uh, dropping down for the total, going up for the Lakers, five and a half, I heard you yep. say. So we got the stage set. We know this game is in Houston. Without further ado, you hear them in my hands. A couple of lucky blows. They're ready to rock and roll. They're 1-0 on the week. We go back to the normal roll. Instead of just the one-shot shoot, we start things off. Are we going to the home team, Houston Rockets, or the away team, Los Angeles Lakers? I don't know. Mags doesn't know. But I'll tell you who does. The all-knowing money line dice sure do. So without further ado, we all find out in three, in two, in one. Home team. Home team. Home team. Okay, home team. First roll of the day. Second roll of the day. Do we take the money line or... Do we get the couple of points? Nice five and a half. I'm not too worried about five and a half with the Rockets. Rockets seem to be able to pull some shit out of their ass from time to time. If this is truly where I don't, I don't, I, I like this number actually. As a matter of fact, you, I don't know what you're doing over there, but hey, sounds good. <laughs> Money line or ATS in three, in two, in one. Money line. Oh boy. Money All line, right. money line, money line. Okay, home money we'll line. You know, we'll see, I want to, I want to freaking. I want to be able to do this. I saw, I saw, you know, I watch some ASMR shit, and I like, sure. I watch these fucking chicks do this shit, and I don't know why it doesn't work for me, dude. They put their <laughs> fucking hands up and shit, and and then all of a sudden the doggone thing becomes all clear in their shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whole money line, Houston Rockets money line, first unofficial pick. It's time for the wild card roll. Are the dice 
doubling down. Are they saying, boys, we need to re-roll? We apologize. Mags, you're right. You were a little cautious. We understand. We need to get you back right. But, hey, they might say, forget all of that nonsense. We're going right to the total. We're going to give you an additional ticket to cash here today. Nice and juicy and a nice, easy, sweat-free one as well. So, without further ado, we find out the last roll of the day from the Moneyline Dice, the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful Moneyline Dice that you can get at MoneylineDice.com and get 10% off on your first order, order by entering code TTL10 at checkout. That is TTL10 at checkout in three, in two, in one. Under! Under. <laughs> okay. Under. Okay, Dice. Under. You said that one under. dropped down, right? Under, yeah. Down to, it was okay. at 228 and a half when I looked at it before the show. So. I kind of, yeah, okay. All right, Dice. Okay. Lakers, five straight losses. I mean, I was skeptical about the Rockets, but who the hell knows about this Lakers team? I, I'm not hating on it, Dice. I'm not hating on it. Five straight losses. The spread set at five. Kawinky dink. I think not. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets, you heard it here first. Two tickets. No questions. No qualms. No quarry. Straight to the pay window. Hammer in right here, right now. Without further ado, the Houston Rockets on the money line and the under. 227 in the matchup between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets tonight. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. I uh, yeah, that, that under. I don't know. Hmm. I uh, I'm kind of interested in it because Lakers. Oh, yeah. I bet on the Lakers a lot in the under spots, so I'm uh, I'm interested to see where this uh, this one actually goes. But I think um, I think we got two. I think we got two cashers, man. I. It, this feels on that money line. This feels like a that don't you think that should be bigger? This feels <laughs> yes. like a night that that cashes. This feels like a night that that cashes. I don't know about you, but this feels like a night that that cashes. I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, Houston money line under two twenty seven officially locked in. Okay, thank you, Dice. We appreciate you. Put you away. And do 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 Okay, and we are back. That does it for the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Time to carry on with the nonsense, keep the banter going, keep the discussion flowing, and keep the good vibes incoming with the second half of today's show. Our mag sidebar, a little bit of crew banter, our daily leans, and the always important TTL announcements. First things first, we kick it off. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 191 on this here pod on this beautiful December the 28th, 2021. Okay, dude, so we've been doing uh, a little bit of Trivia Thursdays, right? Well, we ain't going to be here on Thursday. So I'm bringing it ahead to Tuesday over here today, partner. Uh-huh. I think you can have some success with this one. We got the CFP coming up this weekend, college football playoffs. This college football playoffs got underway as far as the current format in 2015 with the four-team playoff. Damn, has it been that long? Six years it's been? 2015. Yeah, That's I mean, wild. well, technically this will be the eighth, uh, eighth playoff. So eighth oh, playoff. Damn, that is wild, dude. Yeah, fourteen playoff. So I'm curious to see how many of these teams you can get. There have been thirteen teams involved. Oh. I'm curious how many you can get, partner. And uh, there should be a few easy ones. I'll, I'll kick it off this way. Who is number one? Most appearances, and this includes this upcoming weekend. 
upcoming weekend is included in these appearances. Who is number one since 2015? Alabama! <laughs> that is correct. Seven. Right. It'll be Roll seven out of tie, eight. You're damn right. Seven out of freaking seven eight. Out of eight. You're damn okay. right. So that's, that's just, one. Just another fucking crystal football added to yeah. the mantle seal, honey. Let's keep it rocking. Roll tide, baby. Number two. I got. So I'm gonna do it this, and then we'll do a free form here. Number two they is involve, standing they, alone. Are they involved this weekend too? No, sir. No. Oh shit. Okay. Number two. Um. Number two. Number two. Number two. All time would be the. <sighs> Were they one of? Are they involved in a pick of one of our games today? No. Fuck. Uh wow. Ah, jeez, those are my two. Uh, uh, okay. I'll just. I. I don't think this is right, but Oregon. No. Hmm. Not Oregon. Do you want me to give it to you? Six times. Six, six times. Out of eight. Six times out of not including oh, this fuck, week. Clemson. Yeah, there you go. Clemson. Clemson. I'm sorry. Yep. I just they nope. just had such a shit season. I yeah, totally just like it's just yeah, like Clemson. Paul instantly just like hit me in yeah. my brain. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Third and fourth are tied with four. Third and fourth are tied with four. Not involved this weekend. Not involved in any any games today. Um, we're pretty close. Fairly close. Both of these teams were fairly close this year, though. Four out of eight times. Is Notre Dame one of them? Not in this two, no. I knew they were somewhere up there. Um, hmm. Georgia, one of them? Not in these two, nope. Damn. Okay, three strikes and I'm out. Um, one of them had a coaching change. Oh. One of them was... Oh, uh, oh, 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 Oklahoma. Yep, Oklahoma. That okay, is one of them. Oklahoma's one of them. That's a retire for three and four. Uh, and one of them, what would be the other hit? Uh, let's see. They were really close. They were going to be, they had a point where if they won out, they had to win their last regular season game. And then the conference championship, which if you need me to go further, I can give you what conference it is, but I feel like that would give it away. Quick hint. Big 10. Phone a friend. Oh, big 10. That is Didn't not win where my Ten. noggin was going. Had a chance to beat the team that is in the tournament from the big 10 and then win their Conference championship. Wisconsin? No. What am I fucking missing here? Ohio State. Ohio State, fuck. I always forget they're Big Ten because they just fucking <laughs> dominate the whole conference and they yeah. didn't dominate this year. Fuck. That's fair. Damn, All right. right. I leave out Ohio State. I always, uh-huh. I don't know why I do that in the fucking football. I just so, don't yeah. correlate them with the Big Ten. They should be a way in a way bigger conference and kick Rutgers <laughs> out too. Fuck you. I don't know. Uh, it's just what I'm hurts. saying. You and your Big Ten um, Homer shit. I okay, last two. You've already said these two. Last two that have been to multiple. These two have been to, including this upcoming weekend, have been to two. So one of them is in this tournament this weekend. So two teams that have two appearances. Georgia. And the rest. Georgia is one. Yep. And Notre Dame. Yes, sir. Nice. There you go. Okay, now, so we got seven teams left. You've already you've, you've said one of them. Uh, seven teams left that have had one appearance. A few hard ones. Probably a few that you should get, though. You've already said one of them. Oregon? Oregon is one, yep. One appearance in eight years. And that includes this upcoming weekend as well. I already said Oklahoma, Georgia. Oh, it does include this upcoming weekend. Well, okay, so fucking Michigan. There's your, there's, and then also um, Cincinnati. So there's your, there's your other ones. That's fucking, hey, shout out Cincinnati. Wouldn't be fucking elected. That's the only team I would accept beating being really? Alabama, yeah, just because I love Ritter, and, and uh, yeah, I think they will too. They'd absolutely get destroyed. But um, 
Goodness gracious, you guys are probably screaming at your screen right now. They're popping up to your head. There's a couple um, really tough ones. Um, one team Tex- that won it all. Has Texas made it? No, no, no Texas. Not a bad guess, but no. Any teams from that big old fucking state? No. Hmm. Nobody from Texas. Damn, you might have me stumped wow, here. Wow, nobody at all has... Wow, I did not realize that. Nobody from, from the great state of Texas... I'll give you two because you probably won't get one of these. Get either of these. Michigan State actually made one, and Washington actually made one. Oh, that's right. I remember Michigan State. I would have never got uh, Washington. All right, now two. I never thought they'd been that good. Fuck. Two. um, One of them won it all a couple years ago, and then the other one, um, they had a lot more success right before the CFP, and then still made one, and now they've been a little less relevant the last few years. Was it Auburn? No, nope. I already not a bad said guess. Auburn. I already said Auburn. ACC nah. school. ACC school. ACC school. Big good ACC school. Uh, we're in college basketball time, so I just want to say Duke, but <laughs> 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 no. just, that ain't fucking right. No. Um, damn. North Carolina? No. Nope. One more guess. Um, damn. This one's a hard one. They've been like really disappointing in the last few years. And I guess North Carolina hasn't been that disappointing. They were all up in it. They were, you know, like all early up part of the decade. All, all up, up in it. it. First early part, part of, of the decade. decade. They were clapping him CFB booty yep. cheeks. Now they were. They won they're just, one. They're just the side dude. Okay. I, they I won a saying. chip, I believe. They lost a chip right before. <laughs> you see how my fucking brain works. I just, I'm not a. I'm not a right human being. They've got. Uh, <laughs> they had a. Oh, was a top two pick and quarterback right before the CFP started. Now In the he's, NFL uh, draft? Yeah, I mean, if you don't have I it have yet. I have no idea. Florida State. Florida, Florida State? No yeah. shit. They cracked Famous in early. Jameis, wow. Famous hmm. Jameis. I don't think he was CFP, though. But there's one Ooh. more who won the 2019 champs. Um, disappointing the last couple of years. Coach, uh, also big coaching change. Big coaching change. Coach that is there now is in, uh, came from one oh, of the... Oh, Miami. No. Oh, wow. I was just kind of putting the Oregon everything there. Oh. I Dude, I was... Uh, Auburn would only be my other guess. I have no idea. Quarterback was a number one pick. Just won. Uh, you've got a divisional championship ticket out on his team now. Oh, go Tigers! LSU, baby, let's go! Hey, you know I can put I can put dots together. I can start (laughs) fucking connecting shit. You give me a few things up there for the old noggin to work with. Damn, I totally for I wow. 2019 should have gave it away too. I totally forgot about some of those teams just making it the one time. Like I guess Michigan State though, yeah. I guess okay, so. That you broke it down like that, that's interesting, Max, because, you know, we always come to this argument around this time of the year, like, oh, we should make the CFP bigger and fuck all these bowl games and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. I mean, shout out, like, I'm not making fun of any of you guys. Like, I respect the fuck no. out of you guys saying out that, too. But I just, I don't agree with that opinion. Like, I love the bowls. I love I love what we do um, during this time of the year. It's a fucking blast to have all these bowl games. I also, at the same time, think they could still expand the CFP and not get rid of all this bowl. Because, dude, it's still fun. Like, come on. The San oh, yeah. Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Yeah. Like, come on. It, it, it's, it's the only time of the year we get to say shit like that. I I don't know, but I think they can expand to six or eight. That's my opinion. Okay. Six or eight is my expansion. So preference. also at the same time, even though like maybe this is the first time we're seeing like a team from the American, like mm-hmm. Cincinnati, right? Yeah. 
okay, obviously that's the lowest conference probably. Well, Big Ten for Michigan State. Obviously, either way, there have been a few of those schools that have gotten in. Like, there's, there are the perennial powerhouses, all right? Obviously, we know, roll, damn tide. It is what it's going to be. It, 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 hey, hey, start recruiting better. It's all, I'm sorry, make your school better. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I, I <laughs> apologize. I apologize. No. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But it's, is, I mean, am I kind of, like, thinking, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, am I thinking about, like, hey, I guess there uh, is there is You're basically saying, like, even schools, if they... Like, I, I mean, as far it gives open the opportunity, but I think what you're saying is that at the end of the day, even if they expand it, the same three or four teams are going to be there at the end of the day, regardless. Hundred bands, what you're saying. And, yeah. and it's going to be one of those like absolutely love it, March Madness, but football yeah. ain't basketball, dude. No. And like C- Cinderella stories don't really happen that often in fucking no, college 100%. football, and it can happen on five times on every side of the bracket yeah. during March. So, right. I, hey, that's no, I why I love saying, college basketball more, too. Well, that's so, why I, I kind of just want it to six or eight, and then you still might have some really good teams sneaking in there. Eight would be um, cool. Eight would be cool. Eight would be cool, I think. And then it it kind of alleviates this conversation. You can at least maybe once every year give a team like Cincinnati. You don't have to have this year-long debate of, oh, are they going to be able to make it in? Are they going right, to be able right, to make right. it in? You can at least just give them a damn spot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, I, I uh, honestly feel like the – CFP committee like they knew that Cincinnati was most likely going to get in I think they were just fucking with them for like the last two three I don't weeks, know man like, I dangled the carrot in front of them I was strong opinions and I kind of thought it was going to happen like that where Ohio State was going to run the table one of the big 12 teams is going to be undefeated and, and Ohio then you're State didn't have... I, I clapped back hard on that one I was like dude I just I just don't think Ohio State's they just were not the bee's knees this year they just weren't yeah, worth a fair. damn dude I but hey I mean <sighs> Hopefully they turn it around. I am a fan of the Ohio State University, but I also like when teams go into the shoe and and whoop up on them too. It's always fun to see a big dog go into the shoe like Oregon did this year. That was insane, but it's few and far between. You see that a lot more often in college basketball. So, hey, who am I? What do I know? I uh, all I know is I'm excited for some doggone college football. I'll tell you that. Yeah, man. I uh, not yeah. We don't need to go on another rabbit hole, but I wish it was Saturday and not uh, New Year's Eve. Like, give me a. I, I love a nice New Year's Day sports action, which obviously we'll get. But yeah, good grief. Yeah, I do too. But hey, it's all good. It is what it is. It is, what um, it is. Houston opening drive. We're first and goal on the Auburn five. Went down and just absolutely drove the fucking ball on the off- opening it. drive. Uh, first and goal, first and five. Uh, absolutely beautiful way to start it. Hopefully, uh, you got the Houston Cougars hammered in there. Um, what wasn't there something else we were going to talk about, partner, in the second half of the show? I said at the first half, I said, we got some shit. Maybe we. Oh, oh, oh! In my picks, um, the uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, oh, yeah. AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Mississippi State, mid a tip a tight. Going up against Texas Tech, uh, that is CC Talking the Line uh, podcast 2021, inside joke, you had to be there. Uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl, partner, last I saw Mississippi State was uh, laying the nine and a half as the de facto road team. Um, I was kind of interested in it now that it's under the 10, looks like it's back up to the 10 in some spots, uh, nine and a half still on FanDuel. Yeah, yeah um, it, it's, it's definitely a side that the public's playing. I don't know, man. Texas Tech's got the new coach coming in next year and everything. I think Texas Tech's going to be valuable as shit come next college football season. But right now, I I just don't know what to expect. And the last few days, so I... I'd be I think Leach, I think Leach burns the fucking Raiders, dude. I think he comes in against his old team. Kind of what I'm thinking them. too, because what I was gonna say is like these bigger spreads. The first few days of bowl action didn't really know how to set these teams, but now they're kind of uh, they're kind of daring you to take Texas Tech. 
yeah. in some of these other big dog underdog spread teams. Hmm. And then, you know, we saw it yesterday and a couple of these teams just in the last few days, actually, and the the, uh, the favorite comes in and rolls them. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't have a strong enough opinion on this one. I'm staying far away. I'm happy. I hope we just get a good game here. Maybe yeah. I'll take some live action if I can see. Because sometimes, you know, we talk about the motivation factor. And sometimes if that's what's really causing you concern, stay away. And you might be able to figure it out in the first few minutes of the game sometimes. Yeah, if you guys are interested, um, Mississippi State getting 64% of the bets, 93% of the money, uh, minus 10 at consensus across the market. Uh, total right now, the over is getting 70% of bets, 97% of money, so the public loves the over. Something to think about there. And then the money line, very intriguing, my friends. I don't know if this is just a big-ass alumni or what the hell's going on, but Texas Tech getting 1% of bets with 63% of actual money wagered on the money line as the Houston Cougars go up 7 to nothing for the first matchup today, the first pick coming from the crew from the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl against the Auburn Tigers. Uh, that's our thoughts from the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. If you guys are interested there, um, I'd be interested in fade the public. Maybe maybe a little bit of a sprinkle on Texas Tech, their money line. Maybe. That's Either not, that or the under. That's not until quarter to six central time uh, tonight. Any interest so. in that under? Fading the public eh, on the under? There? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Especially if you're taking the dog. Like, yeah, you got to yeah. kind of think about yeah. taking the under. So maybe. Uh, next one up, Guaranteed Rate Bowl, West Virginia, Minnesota. Now, partner, this is very interesting, my friend. I just popped this up as you were talking. And the spread varying across the market. Uh, plus minus four on FanDuel. Four and a half, Bet Rivers. Five, DraftKings. Five and a half, Westgate. So... It's all over the map right now, and all of those random numbers are despite Minnesota getting 76% of bets and 93% actual money wagered on the spread. So it feels like a fade the public situation for me, but I am the biggest Mountaineer homer, and you know that. Everybody that watches this show knows that, and I just I feel like such a homer. I mean, they're getting 7% of money. Like I just feel like such a homer trying to hammer them in in one way or another. Even on the money line, it's kind of interesting because I, per consensus, 75% of bets on West Virginia money line, 53% of actual money wagered on the money line. They're plus 170. I don't know. I'm kind of interested there. I think this is kind of a back and forth um, or kind of shaping up to be a defensive game. 44% of bets on the under, but generating 86% of actual money wagered on the total. So... If I'm going anywhere, I'm thinking about that under. That under's looking real nice. It's just because I feel so much of a damn homer going to West Virginia in any capacity that I think the under 45. I mean, that's so low, dude. I feel like everybody and their Uncle John is going to be looking at that 45 saying, 45 in a college ball game? That motherfucker's going way over. And it's it slips under by like 42, 43, like just something stupid. I, I don't know. With that split, I'm torn on every. I'm torn on everything, man. I really I don't too. know what to expect. We were too. talking off show yesterday. We were thinking this should be closer to a pick'em, so it makes me mm. interested in West Virginia. But at the same time, mm. why? Why are they giving I, you so many points? I don't know, man. Yeah. I was, Minnesota had been a team for me that if I could pick out the right spots in Big Ten play, I felt pretty confident in backing or fading them. And mm. I just don't know what to expect in this one, man. Yeah, I, I really don't either, dude. I, uh, I really want to. Uh, I really want to get some action on West Virginia, but I don't think so. I think the most valuable side or total, if you're going anywhere, is the under the 45. But 
That's going to take some serious yones to sweat out. That takes some serious yones for sure. Maybe some Twitter discussion in the end. Because this is a late one, 9.15 p.m. our time. And I'm probably going to be watching it. Going to be one of those things. Maybe a little entertainment action. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Same with, uh, same with some of the college basketball games that have some value. They, the later slate is more valuable tonight in case you guys haven't yeah. gone all the way through the slates yet. Um, so there's that. Hockey seems to be coming back. Uh, fuck you, Uncle COVID. Um, that, that son of a bitch absolutely just wrecked them for uh, about a week or so. Bunch of games got postponed. Shit happened. Uh, the Habs and the Bolts playing tonight. Uh, very interesting part. I mentioned this to you. Ooh, it's dropping, too. Wow. Um, the Habs are a plus 245 dog, but on the puck line, they are, uh, they're still the dog, obviously, but it's minus money, minus 105. And the, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are only minus 115, it looks like, minus 120 in some spots across the market. Um, and you know as well as I know on uh, puck lines in the NHL, you would typically see like, oh, minus 120, minus 115, that's getting the juice, that's the side. Typically, those are like minus 180, minus 225, minus 250 when it's a minus one and a half. So when you see a low like that, if you're interested in any hockey action tonight, I'm leaning kind of towards the Habs plus one and a half. They're 721 and three. So not going to look like they're shaping up to be my habitants from last year that we got to back. Crazy that, I mean, just how times has changed since we were I back. Know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, since we were back in them, boys, what a great time. Also, uh, I would stay away from the Vegas and the uh, L.A. Kings game. But I also, kind of the same thing I was talking about with, um, with uh, what's it called, with the previous game there uh, between the Bolts and the Habs, Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes are playing, or Coyotes, wherever you come from, are playing the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, Coyotes plus 184 dog, but minus 130 on the plus one and a half. They're giving you plus money across the market to take the minus one and a half with San Jose, and the books just simply don't do that in hockey. So if I'm interested in anything, if you're interested in any uh, hockey action, I might actually just do a little uh, little sidetrack there. Um, actually, yeah, I'm going to do a little sidetrack on those just uh, just to see. Maybe we might be in the right spot. It's never Maybe. a bad. You can put a few bucks down and not spend. A, you don't even have to put a whole. You don't even have to put a quarter unit on it just to see. Hey, I want a little action. I'm gonna see what happens here. I'm really interested in the Coyotes. I think there might be some type of value on the Yotes there. I They've had some success. I don't think they've played it all this year between the Sharks. One of the last two matchups in uh, you know this past season, I think there might be, there's just going to be chaos. I mean, they, like you said, they haven't played in a week anywhere any, against anybody, any team. Mm. So it's going to be a little chaotic and maybe, you know, maybe you just do a little sprinkle on some of these couple underdogs that you mentioned, partner. I like the Yotes a little bit here. Hey, I just did a little sprinkle on both uh, plus one and a half on the Habs, plus one and a half on the Yotes. So All right. something to think All about right. there. Something to think about for you there. Uh, so there you go. There you have. Oh, holy shit. Uh, got me. Got me. <laughs> I got a nice little burp there. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, okay. Uh, there you go. There you have it. I just wanted to uh, pop in NHL, too, because, hey, it's, it's fucking back. They're finally starting to kick COVID's ass. Uh, we'll dish out some more college football plays tomorrow. Three games on tomorrow's tap. Uh, we got uh, do, 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 the Pinstripe Bowl live from Yankee Stadium between Maryland and Virginia Tech. The 2021 Cheez-It Bowl between Clemson Ooh. and Iowa State. I'm actually very interested in Iowa State. 
and Oregon against Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, those games kick off accordingly at 1:15, 4:45, and 8:15 Central Standard oh, Time. That's late tomorrow. Uh, saw, saw a little slate for sure. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, fuck, man. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. College basketball is kind of uh, hanging in the balance. It's really hanging in the balance. I yep. can't lie to you. There's some of these, some of these uh, for for guys like me who absolutely love mid major action, low major action, not even mid major action. Those teams seem to be okay right now. Everything seems to be going all right there. But some of these bigger schools, man, some of them that have been traveling a lot, a lot of bigger fan bases. The Georgetowns, the St. Johns, Illinois is having some issues. Illinois is having some issues. It's hanging in the balance. We got to uh, we got to get it cleaned up, but we just got to. I don't know. We need a task force of uh, just people who go and whoop Corona's ass. You you tell Corona, I'm looking for him. (laughs) You tell. I tried to lay down yesterday. You tell that motherfucker, I'm gonna peel his muffin cap back blue, and I'm looking for his ass gonna die tonight, tonight. <laughs> uh, 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 uncle richie jr that 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 it was it was cancer well yeah you tell cancer i'm looking for him and i'm gonna peel his muffin cap back blue <laughs> fucking he fucking kills me dude I, that was like uh that was like his second so for, oh, maybe the even the first first or second stand-up that kevin hart did that one was absolutely like that I one went, is like his I one of his bigger and, ones no, because it was, a, it was at least it. a second because that clip I sent you, the crowd, he starts going off on like a, it was like a callback to a previous stand-up, the like, me, one day, all day, by myself. Oh, That's like yeah, the yeah, callback yeah. to uh, like the first time One gun, one bullet, two uh, shots, uh, to the face. <laughs> Oh yeah, say it with the chest. That's what that's what that was from. So yeah, yeah so that's yeah. at least his second like huge one. That's like the height of his. That's like the height of his popularity. I think the, the crowd. If you watch that video, the one I was, one I sent, the crowd just goes absolutely berserk for that show. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely electric, dude. I I lost my effing mind. I forgot how good that special was. Might have yeah. to. Uh, might have to pick it up here. One of these uh, rainy old days we got coming up. Who knows? I think so, dude. Like staying on there for a second. He was insanely popular and it was almost like for our age group kind of a fatigue by the time we got to college because he was everywhere and these stand-up specials were so huge and then he kind of just mm-hmm. not faded off obviously he's still wildly famous but as yeah, far as like right. the height of his uh you know stand-up popularity for sure he started yeah he started to do a branch out and do a like become more of a businessman now businessman yeah. movie star yeah yeah he does all types of shit um we're just looking ahead briefly uh tomorrow's college basketball slate we got a slate in a fucking half i I don't know how many of these are going to be canceled, what's not going to be canceled, but just kind of looking ahead, UNH against Dartmouth, that should be interesting. Um, Air Force against Utah State, uh, interested to see what they set that line at. Our boys play Wisconsin tomorrow, dude. Your boys? Illinois no. State, our boys. Oh, they play Wisconsin tomorrow, really? Yeah, Hashtag roll birds. Uh, nice little MAC matchup, Miami-Ohio going against Buffalo. Those teams are actually pretty similarly matched this year. Um, another Mac match. Ah, that don't matter. Uh, Florida against Ole Miss. That should be interesting to see uh, if Ole Miss can defend home court. Um, Drexel against Charleston. That should be an interesting one. Uh, Gardner Webb going in to play Georgia. Both are five and seven. I'm very interested to see where that line opens up at. I might have a play out of that game. That might. We still might be in fade the Bulldogs. Well, the Georgia Bulldogs territory. Georgia. Um, UNCG going up against uh, Western Carolina, the Catamounts. Uh, I think we can get back in the boat with UNCG now. Um, LIU. A few big ones, dude. Yeah, dude. LIU going up against Sacred Heart. I like LIU there. Mercer against Citadel. I Fuck, Citadel is taking care of business against Mercer traditionally, but Citadel is not the same team this year, dude. 
Um, Delaware fight Blue Hens going up against UNCW Eagles. That should be a f- – I'm interested to see where that game opens at. I don't think Providence – I think Providence and Seton Hall are back in action now. That should be it a It looks game. like it. I'm the way I'm – where I'm seeing it, they're I back think, in action. I think they're back in action. So that's number 15, Seton Hall going against 21, Providence. Fuck yeah. Uh Cooley, G- baby. Georgia Tech – Georgia Tech – at Cooley all day, baby. Georgia Tech should – give Syracuse a little bit more of a run for their money than Brown did, but yeah. we'll see what happens there. Um, Radford, UMBC, that should be a valuable uh, low major matchup there. Uh, neither team has really showed out, so I think they're going to have a hard time setting a line for that one. I'm really interested to see what happens there. Uh, also, another one, Merrimack and uh, uh, St. Francis, New York, St. Francis, Brooklyn. That one, I think those, the books will struggle to set a number there. So, if in case you guys didn't know, when when I when I try and find value, I I try and find those matchups like that, like a fucking three and eight and a five and eight low mid major team going against each other. The books know just about as much as anybody about those teams do, and if I can find an edge and like really know about those damn teams, then that's where we find the value. So that's kind yeah, of yeah. how I and do what I do. Um, hey, Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils going up against the USF Bulls. Oh, I, I maybe uh. maybe a potential spot that you could take the Delta Devils on the money line on some crazy shit. Wow, I, don't I don't know. They get their that, first but... win of the season. They've lost ten straight. I don't know. Well, who am I? Hey, uh, maybe one way or another, I break out the old USF Bulls quarter zip mm, tomorrow. I don't know, dude. That's uh, that's got does. me written all over it. That one way or another. That is a mag's best bet of the day. <laughs> maybe you finally get to wear it and utilize it. Uh, we are still in full fade mode of the William and Mary Tribe, depending on uh, how big the number opens up uh, against them playing the Hofstra Pride. We'll probably have Hofstra on my card tomorrow. Samford playing Furman. Samford has been given damn good teams. They were doing it in college football now they're doing it in college basketball Sanford's giving damn good teams a run for their money we'll see where they open up against Furman might have some value there I like VMI against Wofford I think that's a bad matchup for Wofford I like that as a mid-major matchup um LSU Auburn that should Please. finally finally potentially give you some fucking value on LSU but Auburn's been a wagon I like, I like both those wagon teams. so that should be a fun game to watch um Missouri, UK, Kentucky's just been too much of a damn wagon right now. That doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's Kansas in that one. Uh, I saw UK, Missouri right here. Hmm. I don't know. No, maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Hey, either way, all good. I think you're right. Uh, My bad. Should be another good MAC matchup. Akron and Bowling Green. Akron seven and three. Bowling Green seven and four. Um, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's another. I don't know. There's two fucking Syracuse matchups on here. There's another one here, Cornell and Syracuse. So I don't know if oh, they're I playing see, Cornell. I see or Cornell Tech. and Syracuse. They might so have gotten that, yeah. canceled with whatever you said first. Georgia Tech. So yeah, maybe they're playing another Ivy Leaguer. Uh, Wake Forest, Louisville. That should be a fun game. Um, doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. Uh, I see Harvard playing Kansas. Uh, yeah, Kansas. I see Nevada Bowl. playing Kansas. Oh, shitty, <laughs> shitty titty committee. What do you know? Uh, oh, yeah, so do I. Nevada and Kansas. Arkansas, Mississippi State. That should be interesting. Yeah. Ooh, Tennessee goes into Alabama. Uh, Nate Oates, my cousin Vinny, roll tide. That is you, awesome. You matchup. love the fucking balls, too. Awesome that, they might, yeah, that's a great matchup. We'll see I what like happens both there. both those teams a lot. Uh, NC State Wolfpack up against Miami tomorrow. Temple versus Nova. Uh, and then this Washington, the Washington better, State. This is one of the best <laughs> college basketball days of the year. Yeah, Washington, Washington Please. State. Take your nitroglycerin pills. 10 p.m., my friends. Ooh. Get your coffee ready. 
Um, yeah, I think we're going to have uh, some value for sure out of that. So that's kind of early look ahead. Um, Houston playing solid on uh, defense, not too shabby. Got a nice stop. They did have to punt on their second drive, but uh, controlling the clock here. Uh, just about six minutes remain in the first quarter. So shaping up, shaping up as if we know what the fuck we're talking about, partner. But uh, <laughs> what do I know? All right. Outside of that, um, partner, look for any late breaking news, anything else we can uh, banter about. While uh, Before you lay that down, my friends, uh, in case you want to pad yourself a little extra, too, with a little little extra stuff. uh, That's what I was saying. You look through there. Hmm. Um, We got wise words. uh, As a reminder, no episode tomorrow. And then looks like potentially no episode next week. We'll see. I mentioned a couple times, just during the holidays and everything, getting people secured and their schedules there rotating from an entire year in this industry people are all over the map so just trying to get that secured we'll uh we'll see what happens if we uh, bring somebody on or maybe we have a, a returning guest sometime soon who knows what happens there but uh just stay tuned here we'll tell you when wise words is coming back um we're not going to have a thursday or a friday show while everybody uh last week took thursday off to travel do their shit me and Mags worked. Me and Mags did our shit. We uh, actually worked till about 3 o'clock, and then Mags finally got about his day. Finally got about my day. So uh, while everybody maybe works, maybe they don't work this week, I have no idea. We are taking Thursday and Friday off. A little uh, much-needed R&R for you boys. Uh, time to uh, reset, reflect, rest, recover, uh, recuperate, get uh, the brain flowing right so we can bring uh, the best content possible for you guys come 2022. So uh, we got some big things cooking up. Hopefully, uh, this here TTL news updates and announcements spot will uh, be flooded with uh, some wild shit come here within the next 30, 60, 90 days. Who knows? And then even beyond that, I can guarantee you. Uh, But outside of that, no Cup of Joe on campus on Saturday. Uh, Obviously, we won't do that. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow show, Wednesday show. We'll have a hump day spectacular, uh, New Year's Eve spectacular. Fuck, maybe I'll buy a, a bottle of champagne. We'll get weird on the Ooh. show. Drink uh, drink a little little bottle of champagne on the show. I don't know. Who, do, who the fuck am I? Well, who's, a little who's day the, drunk on the who's show. Who's the, no, maybe, we, maybe, we, maybe we get a little funny on the show. I don't know. Who who knows? I, I do love me a good smimosa, though. I'll tell you that. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that. But we'll have amazing, uh, if I'm being honest. <laughs> we'll, uh, just like we did last week uh, with the Christmas Spectacular, we'll run through the entire NFL slate. We'll run through the upcoming day's college basketball slates. Uh, we'll run through college football. We'll dish out our best bets, games we still kind of have question marks on, uh, games we're all kind of going over in general, stuff like that. Uh, might have some other nonsense, New Year's Eve stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, pop a nice uh, bottle of bubbly on the show. Have a couple of cheers, maybe put a little champagne in the coffee. I don't know what the fuck how that'll turn out. That doesn't sound very good at all, sounds but awful. Uh, that sounds absolutely terrible. But hey, who knows? Maybe open minded, willing to try it to see maybe how it's, awful it maybe is. It, maybe it's one of the, I, I'm not a pineapple on pizza guy, but maybe it's one of them things. Maybe it's one of them things. Some people lose their hot damn minds mm. over that shit, but I'm good. I, I'm good. I'm good on hey, all yeah, that. You never know. Don't knock until you try it, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So maybe we pour a little bit of bubbly in the coffee and we see what the fuck's up with the what's up. So who knows? <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Um, outside of that, uh, stop by TalkingTheLine.com. All of our additional content, social medias, yada, 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 TalkingTheLine.com. Or the link tree in this episode's description for all of our social media platforms, our additional content, and everything in between in one convenient location on top of TalkingTheLine.com. All right, partner, that's all I got. What do you got for late breaking news? Uh, anything, everything else in between? Uh, late breaking news: just some guys in the NBA getting back out of COVID protocols. Some big names coming out. Nets getting their guys back. Kevin Durant 
has cleared health and safety. LaMarcus Aldridge as well. Same with Kyrie Irving. However, he is going to stay out one to two weeks because of conditioning. Obviously, he hasn't played mm-hmm. uh, you know, an actual basketball game in a handful of months. So he's going to remain out. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's an uh, interesting situation as far as when and where he can play. Um, and then uh, Anthony Edwards not playing tonight uh, due to condition and conditioning of his own for the Wolves. They are in action tonight, but he's going to be out. But he has at least cleared health and safety protocols. Nice. Uh, so whenever their next game is, I imagine he will be back either Thursday or Friday. It's hard to get back to doing shit after COVID, so uh, let alone playing fucking NBA basketball. Yeah. So T's and P's, all the boys coming back. Appreciate the update there, partner. Um, yeah, nothing else I saw on my end. Uh, any late-breaking thing. Um, a couple of... Um, What's the word? Conferences have uh, updated their forfeiture policy for college basketball because things are getting a little bit hairy. So uh, we'll let you know. We'll keep you guys up to date. Hopefully that uh, does not get canceled because your boy, the mid-major king, would, uh, oh boy, we'd, 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 we'd be in a, uh, let's not even bring that out into the world, okay? We'll, uh, we'll cross that bridge if we ever get to it, but uh, I don't think we're ever going to have to get to that bridge. So... Without further ado, partner, I got nothing else. You got anything else? Houston's got the ball back still up 7-0, so that's all I got, dude. Let's uh, go. No other Quick breaking stop. news. I'm surprised. Am I just missing something, or have we not seen too many, uh, or maybe all the big names have already had the issue as far as COVID issues in the NFL? Am I just missing? Because I know the Packers released theirs, and it was like, okay, the Packers have four coming out, and I and they the reporters released it like that without releasing the names. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, who could it be? Who could it be? And then it was four guys that really weren't that significant, and it was kind of a sigh of relief. Obviously, we don't want to see anybody on there, but... Am I missing anybody significant no, that might be out I, this weekend? I think all the big guys have already have already had their bouts. Like, like, it. Eh, like I'm just first guy that comes to mind, Julio. Like, <clears throat> there's eh, there's been some guys, and even their injuries too. Like, maybe even potentially, like some of these star guys were out on injury when fucking COVID was rushing through their rooms, or maybe their entire organization, whatever the case might be, and they just weren't at facility at that point right. in time, so they didn't get COVID, so they're fucking good, and then now they're back off of IR and they're ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, I, I think COVID has kind of ran its course through the NFL. Fingers crossed, as I say Fingers that. Crossed. Uh, I, I wouldn't know, say it like but, that, but as far as it seems yeah, like, I mean, we got some know. comments comments to axe out there for an partner. You motherfuckers! I, we're not scientists. We shouldn't speculate. It's still early in the week. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. Uh, damn, I should have fucking... Okay, yeah, we go. I should have completely taken them away, but I hope that doesn't come back. We'll see what happens. I hate those sons of bitches. Love face XYZ. You can S my F and D. I think they'd like that. Yeah, they probably would actually. Uh, either way, there you go, there you have it. I'm not, uh, I'm not for sale, pal. I'm not for fucking <laughs> sale. That's funny that I that popped into my head and I wasn't even looking at you yet. That's fucking hilarious. We're always <laughs> on the same fucking page. All right, there you go, there you have it, my friends. Let's wrap things up. We all need a little extra inspiration, motivation, get us about our days. So I take it upon myself, even though I'm no swarmy, no genius, no uh, wise guy or anything. Well, at least when it comes to uh, this side of things. Uh, to dish out my motivation minutes every day and uh, get you a little bit of that action every single ending of the show. So, without further ado, I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Nipsey Hussle was kind of the motivation behind uh, these motivation minutes, no pun intended. Um, He was uh, talking about uh, something along the lines of knowing yourself, and he didn't really say it like this, and maybe somebody has said it like this before. Maybe this is me saying it the first time I've said it, but 
what I wanted to speak on today is before you can know anything, you have to know yourself. And let me say that again for the people in the back. Before you can know anything, you have to know yourself. And what's funny, Mags, and what's funny, all of you guys, is that so many people think they know themselves. So many people, it's popular nowadays to be woke. And we won't get down that fucking rabbit hole or whatever that is even, whatever that originally was and what that is just spun out of control to be now. But it's so funny how many people say they know themselves yet don't feel comfortable unless they're in the middle of a crowd. Can't spend a Saturday sitting on the couch, maybe doing a little journaling, doing a little meditating, doing a little reading. They got to be in the middle of the club in the VIP section taking videos for Instagram so everybody knows. It's just very surprising to me how many people say they know themselves and yet I call bullshit. I really truly don't think so because what it comes down to are a couple of key things. Number one, if you can stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself for more than five minutes, you're comfortable with the person you are. If you can't honestly sit there and feel comfortable with where you're at right here, right now, the person you're looking at in the mirror and the person that you know, not that the mask that you put on for everybody else, the person look at you right in the mirror. If you can't look at that person for five minutes and you are not happy and in love with that person because that's what it takes is self-love, and I'll talk about that too, but if you're not in love with that person, you're never going to be in love with anything else. You're never going to know anything else. You're never going to be real with anything else if you... Don't see the real version of you if, I just mentioned the mask, if you wear so many masks during a day that you don't even know who the hell you are anymore, you're never going to know anything. But it's okay. It's all right. You can step back from that because what I will tell you, my friends, is I was one of those people before and I never even knew it. I thought I knew myself. I thought I knew a lot about a lot and I didn't know shit about shit. Because the number one thing that it takes in order to find success in this life, in order to take risks, in order to chase dreams and passions, in order to know more and gain more and do more, it takes knowing yourself. And it takes sometimes, not not sometimes, it takes all the time sitting by yourself, getting comfortable by yourself, not having to be surrounded with everybody all the time, getting lost in your own thoughts And not being afraid when it gets a little hairy and gets a little shitty. And, oh, damn, I don't want to think about that. I got to get out of here. In order to know yourself, you have to dig up those old thoughts. You have to dig up those things that you don't want to think about. And you have to overcome them yourself. That's something, my friends, I am extremely grateful that I can say I've taken the opportunity to do in my life. And no pun intended, it is a life-changing experience. Know yourself. Know your worth. Become Fall in love with yourself, rather. And that's not being a cocky, arrogant asshole and I'm the best motherfucker on the planet. I always talk about having confidence, walk with your chin up, your shoulders back. Yeah, 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 dad. I'm not talking about that either. But loving yourself. Being okay when somebody says you're a dumb piece of shit. Okay, cool. I still love myself because I know I'm not. I know what the value that I bring to this life and not letting your next... 5,000 minutes be tore up to pieces because somebody on some stupid-ass social media app called you a dumbass. I'm not no genius. I'm not no swarmy. I, I can only tell you things that I've 
applied to my own life that has helped me get through this life. And my friends, the sooner, the quicker, the faster that you take off those masks and you become real with yourself and you don't allow yourself to put on those masks for anyone or any situation or anywhere on this planet, that is the moment that you will start to achieve things that you never imagined in this planet. Ne never imagined. I, ca I can't stress it enough. In order to know things before you can know anything, you have to know yourself. So I hope I made sense to you guys. I know that's some deep shit. I know that's some stuff you got to think about, and it's and it's and it's honestly a process that you have to take some time to yourself. And if you're not comfortable with that, yikes! You, uh, I hate to say it, but I don't think you know yourself. So if you can't look yourself in the mirror, hey, uh, don't lie to me. Lie to the mirror, my friend. That's all I can tell you. So without further ado, I hope you gave that gave you some rabbit holes to think about. Before you can know anything, you have to know yourself, and that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love a partner. I love the way you went with it as far as it doesn't mean you're cocky or arrogant or anything like that. It's whether it's a small passing, like you said, as far as some random person calling you a dumbass or even someone that you want to be in your life and they don't really reciprocate. At the end of the day, if you can say, all right, well, I know who I am and I know that I love myself and I am happy with who I am. Either you're a loss or I disagree with you, whatever your opinion is. If you don't want to be in my mm. life, mm. that's on you, pal. Mm. In a way, in a way, you know what I'm trying to say? You said your loss, and I won't go all the way down a rabbit hole here, but, and and where I heard this, and not what I'm about to say, but what kind of the thought process, I heard this on another podcast, <clears throat> actually the uh, No Jumper podcast, mm. um, with um, uh, Aaron, uh, ah, son of a bitch, I'm butchering, I'm See, that's what it. I was going to say, yeah, the fight, you know, the No Jumper podcast, whatever, um, they were kind of talking about something totally different, but you should have the mindset that when you are in a relationship with somebody, whether that be intimate or personal, whether that be one of the bros or your lady friend, either way, whatever that relationship should be, you should view it as if they are lucky enough to be your friend. You should have enough self-love and self-worth for yourself that you should know, and, and again, not arrogant, not cocky, but that you have, you have enough to bring to this relationship. You're not just a fucking meat sack that's got a fucking soul right. possessing it. You, you have something. Approach every relationship you do. I have a lot to bring to this. Shoulders back, chin up, chest up. That's the way to live this life. Love yourself. Be in love with who you are. I would say, yeah, I would say take it both ways, though. If you're in a relationship where, you're, you, you know, you should be like, wow, I'm really glad this person's in my life. And if you don't feel like that in that way, in the opposite way, then probably that person shouldn't be in your life. 150%, man. 150%. So, lots of rabbit holes you can go down there. Lots of stuff you can think about, as I always try to do with the old motivation minutes while uh, giving you a little extra inspiration. There you go. There you have it. 44 minutes after the top of the 11 o'clock hour, my motivation minutes. Okay, partner, unless there's anything uh, late and breaking, I say it uh, seems about time we wrap this here show up for the day. Does not look like anything coming across. Houston's still up 7 to nothing. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Max, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate the absolute hell out of you guys from the bottom of our hearts for your views, 
your likes, your shares, your subscriptions, your your watches, your retweets, your comments, everything that you you know, I, anything I'm leaving out, everything you guys do, we see it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to take up some of your time for listening to, I won't speak for mags, a goofball talk about some bets. I have quotations around analyst for a reason, my friends. I, I, I take this extremely seriously, but at the end of the day, I don't take life seriously. And thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you for allowing me to continue to host this show. Thank you for allowing mags to continue to co-host the show, be right next to me every day, bring his spin on everything, do what he does, and continue to chase our dreams and passions together. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the fuck out of you, and I know I can speak for Mags, too. You guys are the shit. We have big things coming. We promise we uh, have never lied to you to this point so far. So uh, stay locked in, my friends. The best is yet to come. But for now, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of the best bets from the TTL crew locked in today. One is currently already in the process of its journey, if you will, to the pay window. We anticipate it getting it all the way there. We suggest you do the same with all of the rest of our plays because we see them getting there too. A nice clean sweep, if you will. We hope you enjoyed today's show. We hope you are ready for the New Year's Eve special tomorrow. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss it coming live at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow. Outside of that, that's all I have. We appreciate the hell out of you guys once again. Thank you so much. And as always, let's cash some tickets.